Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepath. And I'm Travis Washington. And this is the podcast where Travis and I break down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. My favorite show and one that Travis is watching for the first time. And I have to apologize for my voice, everybody. But when you're coaching as much Little League as I coached last week in allergy weather... Mm-hmm. Maybe I wouldn't, wouldn't have noticed that much of a difference in your voice. I think it, it sounds a little, yeah, it just sounds a little beat up. It sounds like you've had a, had a bit of a go at it. But what, what we're going to, we'll, we'll give it a little bit of, a, you know, run it around the block. Yep. That voice around the block a bit. See if we can get it back in uh, fighting strength here. No problem. Uh-huh. Well, now that we brought it up, it's time mm-hmm. for a little, little, a little, little league talk. So, Travis, I'm going to mm-hmm. fill you and everybody in quickly on what happened uh, in Little League over the past week. First of all, I was coach of one of the all-star teams, mm-hmm. and uh, the league managed to keep all the squads together on their respective teams, Yeah, except mine. Mm. So two of mine were on the opposing team and uh, right. they didn't care. You know, right. were, I was a little annoyed, but I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. The kids don't care. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I showed you the picture. It was a great time. So we played the next day. We won with only eight kids against nine. It was great. Nice. nice. Next day we play another team uh, coached by the coaches who helped me coach the all-star team. So they're good, good dudes. excuse me and we just had an off day Mm -hmm. it was an eight on eight where we were making plays but they were faster than us uh you know so right so we lost the game and uh we weren't hitting well Mm -hmm. but this happened speaking of hits Mm -hmm. one of my players littlest guy on my team i've been coaching him off and on for years and he's just fighting to get a hit. He hasn't got a hit yet this season. Mm-hmm. And he takes a hack at one, and the back goes flying out of his hands. Whap, boom, back into the backboard. Shit. And I'm like, hey, you know, I was like, don't throw your back. You know, go over, talk, you know, walk halfway there to talk to him a little bit. I'm like, hey, what? What? I was like, okay, coach, okay. Gets up, takes the next hack at it, does the exact same thing. Bat hits the umpire right in the fucking face. Oh my god! Bang! Wait, did he have a cage on? Yes, thank okay, God. Thank yes, god. yes. Well, he ain't pretty no more. <laughs> <laughs> he was remarkably cool about it, but the yeah. other, <laughs> the other ump said, "Coach, that that's a warning." Yeah, <laughs> yeah no I shit. Know. I know. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Thanks for the warning. Did it make like a? Did it make a ping? That'd be oh, funny. it made a sound. <laughs> it, it did. It was the most sound that kids' bats made all season. <laughs> and then next, next, next pitch as he gets into the box, you can hear under his vest. Now give me a fucking strike, man. <laughs> now, now, now call. Now call is call it on the on the on the level, dude. Wow. I keep telling him to crouch. Yeah. So it's the philosophy of that. Uh, the guy who owned, I think, the White Sox, I think in the 40s or 50s, put in a 
Yeah. Yeah, little person. <laughs> Comiskey? Isn't that Comiskey? Yeah, his name was Comiskey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no right. strike zone. Of course. I remember that infamous picture. <laughs> All right. So we're at Legends of Tomorrow, season three, episode 17, titled mm-hmm. Guest Starring John Noble. Mm-hmm. I did not know who John Noble was, and I didn't look it up, but uh, is is great. (laughs) I was familiar with him because I remembered him from Lord of the Rings, but he was also on um, this show my roommates really liked, sci-fi show called Fringe. Right, right. J.J. Abrams. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I never watched it. Never watched it. Yeah, Joshua Jackson, right? Yeah, it's really good. I heard it was good. It sounds like something I would. I heard again. I heard J.J. Abrams type thing where it starts good, but doesn't really have a a, a landing in mind. Oh, it petered out where we yeah. all lost interest in it. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it, it got to the point where like, wait, what? And that was the general impression I got. But yeah. the first first couple seasons are a blast. Yeah, cool. <clears throat> so our net uh, our Netflix synopsis: While Amaya goes rogue to save her village. The team races to protect a young Barack Obama in Fort Mollis <laughs> with a little help from a noted actor. Uh, it's just, I just, you know, this is a fun episode. Um, I love I this just, one. Yeah, yeah, but um, I just, I know that I've got, you got your Little League team now. We got IMDb Curious and we've got our, our game that shows up again. I just, I just, God, I got to do a lot of editing in this. I got to do a lot of drops. <laughs> Too many drops. <laughs> well, it might be worth it for this one. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and here's another thing I really love about this episode. There's some shit in this that doesn't make any sense and makes me, it made me go, are there on, on Travis's Blu-ray, are there deleted scenes? <laughs> oh, I should look. I should look. Yeah, sorry. I, I keep forgetting to check. I keep forgetting to watch. Oh, also, well, I just found out that now that I have Crave, I have access to, to every season. Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, the reason I ask is in the IMDb, and we'll get to it, they mention in a deleted scene, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, that makes sense because that was one of my questions. <laughs> so okay. it felt like they had to chop a lot out of this. Uh, it says there are un- unaired scenes. Yeah, so more than one. I bet you that that probably explains a lot of what had me going. Wait, what? Okay, because there's a a few of that uh, uh, popping up in this one. But uh, let's get started. Okay, we're on, we're on the wave rider, and another drop. And, I gotta, yeah. Just so many no, drops. Well, that's just it. That is a. I we'll get to it at the end. But I had another idea, but I'll I'll, I'll file it. But, okay, thanks. Yeah. So on the wave rider, Nate's coming in saying there's a code one 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 because apparently Nate's written codes mm-hmm. uh, for the emergencies that no one's read except Ray, who made mm-hmm. a song out of it. Really funny. And, and I laughed so hard. Here's yeah. here, dude. His ralph's delivery of all right everybody from the top is fantastic i laughed so hard we both really i watched this with my wife uh, last night Uh um we both really enjoyed uh we thought he uh mr ralph was a delight like uh, a a rare standout uh episode for him i'm not not that i don't mean Mm. that like you know i've said but we've said enough i've had you know ups and downs with him today i thought this was a real kind of he was really good in this episode (laughs) and who else liked Ray here was Wally because as Ray's singing the song he made and they're panning across the team and everyone's kind of like, oh, geez, Wally's just got this 
slight smile. Like he's, he's ready to bop along. He's, and he's kind of bop, no, but he's and he's bopping his head just ever so slightly. And yeah. it killed me. That's funny. In fact, my MVP of this episode is Wally West. Oh, really? He's, he's hmm. my favorite character in this because hmm. at times, at times it feels like he's speaking for the audience. Yeah. I mean, okay. You'll have to tell me when those those parts came up. But like he didn't stand out to me. He's it's just such an interesting guy. His hair is so distracting sometimes. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It just looks like somebody should have taken another. Can we get another try and do something with his hair here? It's just, um, and he's he's nice. He seems like a really sweet guy. He seems like a legit sweet guy. It just feels a little, he's a little too casual at times, I think. Maybe that's what it is. It just feels a I'm little wondering, too. I'm wondering you know. if it's because Number one, he's more of a DJ than an actor. Yeah. Uh, and on Flash, he was constant, constantly being asked to play like emotionally in crisis all the time. And this he's supposed to like, well, remember, right. you're kind of zen now. So everybody's giving him that, a fucking break. <laughs> all the writers you know? are giving him a break. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But Mick's like, fuck this. I got to get back to Lord of the Rings. And there's time turbulence because Amaya's gone to Zambezi with the jump ship to change history. But if she does, this mollusk gets out. And Rip calls, we got another emergency, you know, potential time uh, quake thing. Uh, Grodd is after Barry. And everyone assumes they're talking about the Flash. But no, no, yeah. no. We're yes. at Occidental. Really yeah. Really funny. <laughs> Occidental College, 1979, where Gorilla Grodd bursts into young Barack Obama's room mm -hmm. and tells him it's almost an honor to kill you <laughs> right mm -hmm. to the open. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty wild. <laughs> pretty wild. I had actually, you know what? That gif went semi-viral, I think, of that image. And someone said, this is an actual... This is from an actual show. Nobody said like they didn't, nobody really, really knew it was from Legends. It was just like here's a gorilla attacking Barack Obama, an actor playing Barack Obama. Well, like, once it's it... just like to everybody be like just seeing that on its own, right? It's just like a, a, a fucking what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, Travis, you show that your awareness of meme and gift culture is mm -hmm. far superior than mine as. <laughs> I've never seen that as a gif anywhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I think mean, it, like, it was. It wasn't. It, it wasn't huge or anything. It was just kind of like a half. Uh -huh. Might have just been a comic uh, who shared it to, or something <laughs> a, a while ago. <laughs> I can't but, imagine yeah. out of context what so hilarious. That right? is. <laughs> so fucking funny. So fucking funny. Even in context, it's just like what the it's fuck? Pretty fucking funny. What the fuck? <laughs> Are they allowed to do that already? Can they do that? <laughs> like it's kind of like. Is it like, do they have to run this by the guy or is he just going to find out? Yeah, I was watching, funny. he was watching with the kids. Mm -hmm. CW, <laughs> not a chance. There's no chance they had CW on. None of them do. You see this guy's reading list or what he's listening to on his playlist this year. There's nothing even close to CW culture. I enjoy yeah, a Supergirl show every now and then. The <laughs> Handsome I, son of a bitch. I'm really uh, a bit upset uh, with the uh, turn uh, later. Hey, you know what? We're doing this, these terrible fucking impressions. It's time for how many Capones? Mr. Capone, 
It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I canceled tickets to the opera because I heard there was new players in town. All right. The actor playing Barack Obama. We're getting, him out of the, getting him out of the way early. Get it out of the way early. Hopefully Maggie doesn't speak up. <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of one to ten Capones, with ten being the worst and one being the best, Travis, this performance, uh, what do you give it? Uh, like two. Really great. I thought he was awesome. Yeah. My wife mm-hmm. agreed. Uh, like this guy uh wow man like this guy's probably like okay for real like this is what it is like probably laughing imagine getting this audition mm-hmm. kind of thing like holy shit this is hilarious and then just kind of telling you like he, like you couldn't really tell your friends about it like okay so i got this part it's i can't even <laughs> tell you what it is it's ridiculous but even like the audition too like at first you wouldn't know how to like really because it's camp right the, like legends of tomorrow is camp this is a real guy who uh if was recently the most powerful guy in the universe and this could come off as awful i thought he walked a, a perfect balance so that was great i i thought he was fantastic and i agree too as well for me yeah awesome that i think he's outstanding and the most fun scene and we'll get to it but the most fun scene is when sarah goes to talk to him to get her head straight yeah and, it and, is i get it i get it no but this no this line delivery okay. this line delivery wait for it wait for it we'll get to it okay there's a line delivery in there that kills me but my whole point is he believes her he's completely like this woman is a crazy i know movie. i know i, and I, I, know. Fucking thought it was I know that's a sweet touch that's sweet i get that 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 felt real kind of thing i mean we'll get to what more uh, whatever yeah. we'll get to it we'll get to it but he just nailed it dude yeah <laughs> yeah so where are we sarah sends nate and uh, wally to zambezi her mick and ray are gonna go save obama and z <laughs> Says, I'll go check the loophole device and not be in this show much. This episode (laughs) disappears big time, big time, right? (laughs) Yep, that's a shame, but it has to work when you have this many moving parts. Every once in a while, they're just kind of like, Where are we going to put the it's like putting together an IKEA shelf and you got like an extra Jurgen. And it's hilarious is because you don't see her for a while, and when Mm -hmm. you do see her, it's the same exact shot, and she's like, "Sorry, yes, (laughs) she literally got that." And literally, (laughs) oh my god, she was on set. That was probably from a different. uh, She was probably off for a week at least. Um, But yeah, for like a a, they could have shot that that part on a different when they were shooting for a different episode. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So. Back in uh, in 1979, Grodd's chasing uh, Barack Obama through the streets, and he says, "It's time to make America Grodd again." Yeah, yeah, it's a little too much. Here's the thing. I, yeah. oh, no, I'm gonna tell you. I agree. Watching back now, yeah, I'm a little like, okay, but for me, honestly, at the time, yeah, and I was living through this. That my favorite TV show, while I was in the depths of despair, were taking their shots. It felt good to me at the time. Yeah, yeah. It worked for me. Yeah, it was, yeah, well, it was what it was. What, whatever. I love Grodd puns, by the way. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm a sure, big I Grodd pun. Yeah, if, if they're not, and that's a great one. Not, I'll give you. That's a great Grodd pun. <laughs> I mean, we've gotten a lot of Grodd puns. Usually, usually they involve God and religion. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. They, they took right. a little left turn. Yeah, <laughs> so, or a right turn, a far uh, right. Yeah, turn. I guess so. A far right turn. <laughs> So while this is all going on, Mollus is starting to 
be released from his cage and Damien Dark realizes what that actually means is Nora's going to be deadzo. <laughs> She's gone. Yep. And we, we see it happen, but only in silhouette. Because then they, they stop Grodd so they don't break time. And he right. goes back into Nora. Right. And he realizes, oh, shit, I fucked up. And talks his way out of like, he's like, I'll see you later. Don't Nora doll. And she's like, no, you won't. Right. That's the plan. And he's like, oh, no, you'll be fine. I'll see Malice. And what he does is go, goes and finds uh, Rip Hunter and Sarah and tells him he needs their help. Mm-hmm. And so we see Grodd in a little jar. Ray's got Grodd in a jar. How did that happen? Oh, Ray shrunk him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ray, Ray, Ray shrunk him after Mick burned him. Right. And uh, the old burn and shrink. <laughs> yep. That's not quite, it. not quite that. That doesn't quite have the pizzazz of a fastball special, but it's still, you know, two, two superheroes working together. Only one of them is working on this, though. Mick doesn't give a shit. <laughs> it's just ridiculous i mean the burning didn't really do much the the shrink actually actually, you see it really scars uh, garage Ah, that's right that's right that's what and eh? and i'll just say next episode grod returns and he still carries those wounds which is a nice little bit of a continuity i like i got you um hey hot tits what's going on here No one calls Grodd hot tits. <laughs> sizzle tits. Oh, if it isn't old sizzle tits. Come on in to smash stuff around again. And Eat make some dad tits. jokes. You're going to make some dad jokes, sizzle tits? Hey there, sizzle tits. I, I'm calling for Grodd. <laughs> that totally is a turkey voice term. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right there. All right there, A.V. All right there, sizzle tits. You listen there, sizzle tits. I'll come over there and wrap your head with a ratchet. It's kind of the only the only jerky boy's voice you can still do. Yeah, <laughs> we got all kind of cross lines. I guess you can do. I I, I don't think I can walk no more. That well, you guy. can still do. Yeah, you, you can do. He does sound you, a little like Woody Allen, but it's not no, entirely. No. You can still do Saul Rosenberg. Saul Rosenberg. That tears the ass out of me. <laughs> I fell down and my wig fell off. I was very embarrassed. Punitive damages. <laughs> Punitive damages. That's the name <laughs> of that track. Wow, we are deep cuts here. Deep cut. Hey, I love the Jerky Boys. First I, time I, I loved it. I loved it at the time. I mean, I can't imagine going back. And, Let's put on Jerky Boys CDs. All you know what? I up. did. I I recently listened to a bunch of yeah. the originals, and by originals I mean all the ones that me and my friends first heard. Mm-hmm. Like as bo- yeah. these bootlegs that mm-hmm. of terrible quality that people yeah. passed around. Get Brett Weir, I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah, super from across the way. Uh, right. You don't need to talk to me. Listen, Jackie, I don't need to talk to you. You don't need to talk to me. Get Brett Weir, I said. Dude, used to, I used to say that so many times with my buddy Donovan. My buddy Donovan Stinson, he's a, a really successful actor. Oh, boy, that... Uh, it holds up, man. Yeah, it, it, I tell you, it holds up. Not the latest stuff, and they don't even talk to each other anymore. So I heard. Oh, yeah, I can only yeah. imagine. I mean, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I do, see. I actually had typed in my notes. Jerky boys uh, reference. Great. Funny. Um, they do a birth certificate gag before they mm-hmm. flash. 
Yeah, that was kind <laughs> of a, ha, ha. Yeah. But then I thought about it again. Like, like we both said it out loud. We both went, ha. Like, <laughs> they're all, these are all just a little, you know. It's like a Jay Leno's out there. Hey, you, you, you might want to go to <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you it's think always... it would be you think they'd be doing all this to rile up the IMDb people, but you're going to be surprised. Very okay. little. Okay, interesting. <laughs> so, all right. In Zambezi, Nate and Wally find him. She's like, fuck it, I'm gonna save the village. And uh <laughs> Nate's come up with this elaborate cover story. For both of them, and Wally once again speaking for the audience because, dude, no one cares about your cover story. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. It's adorable. It's hilarious. Uh, that I really liked. Uh, so, on the Wave Rider, Mick is drawing a sigil uh, that uh, Constantine gave him, and he's wearing his reading glasses, which is a touch I fucking love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like when Homer. It's like when Homer tries to look smart. <laughs> And it's the whole Damien Dark, and they're doing it wrong. And Damien yeah. Dark's pointing it out to him, saying, "Look, I'm I really you know, here to mm-hmm. team up with you." And he, Your to where he classic mistake, the upside down onk, the upside down onk, <laughs> and he spins around uh, in a in a, in a very you know, probably simple effect, but they added a sound effect of like stone scraping that made me right. go. Every time I see it, I go, "I like that." It, yeah. it, it, it hits some fanboy nerve in me. Hmm. <laughs> so he proves that it doesn't work by Ray's like choke me and he can't because we constantly see like all season long he Ray's been getting choked by Damien Dark yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy, do you think Ray the way he asked for that was he, is he kind of starting to enjoy that thinking that maybe, they, maybe. Uh, they've obviously gotten close Travis I think so too you know <laughs> daddy and daughter I mean hey <laughs> he just suck, he's just sucking up to to Damien Dark, he's like, I'm gonna get that. Yeah, Damien Dark also brought the water totem as a, a, a symbol of good faith, mm-hmm. they could use them to beat Malice. And Sarah's like, Fuck this, fuck you, Mick, kill him. And he immediately is like, You got it. And uh, Ray's like, Oh no, come on, you know, he loves his daughter. And Rip's like, No, we could interrogate him. and Mick Rory is not listening to anyone because he just he, he's going to kill him. He just goes, "Boss, yeah." And oh, yeah. it's I it's one of my I know, favorite I, I, scenes. I know, ever. I know, I know. You love anytime he does uh, stuff. I love like it. That. I love. I get he, it. I get I it. it. I get it. Yeah. Every single time he's just like I don't. The only the only person that I listen to in the world and universe and time is this person. Yeah. <laughs> and she stands down, and then. <laughs> In Zambezi, we meet a bad Macy Facey. Yeah. Yeah. With with old yeah. Amaya. Yeah. It sucks. It, it's TV terrible. aging never Oof. works. Never. Oof. I've never seen TV makeup aging work well. Just burn victim, man. Or like. Uh, like just a, a, a notch off of uh, Nick Nolte's Ugnot in The Mandalorian. 
was not good. Oh. It's too bad, right? Because she's doing, she's trying to do her best with she's all trying. that. She's oh my God. Have you been watching? I think you should leave yet. The no, new, no, second yet. season two. Oh my God. It's just, I got way too much shit on me. That's from like in the very first episode. <laughs> it's supposed to be a hidden camera thing. I don't want to give anything away. It's supposed to be a hidden camera where they put this makeup on the guy. And it's just, he just can't do it because he's covered in this shit. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Oh, dude. and she's trying, but I guess a lot of this is more direction than actor's choice, but the way she's hunched over and has the, the little cane, it's cartoonish That's old true. lady. You know, trust me, as someone who worked for 23 years with seniors in nursing homes and assisted living. I thought you were going to talk about the strip club for a second. Like, What kind of yeah. joint was this, dude? Well, the kind of joint that attracts guys like Nate Haywood who yes. later on says, see that booming granny over there. Jesus yeah. That's Christ. That was the name of the strip club. I worked at booming grannies. <laughs> booming grannies. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> so they're doing this ceremony where she's passing on the totem to Essie, who is the current day Vixen's mom and Kuasa's mom. And Essie doesn't show up for the ceremony to accept the totem. And little Kuasa is the one who tells old Amaya. And all, while this is all going on, Nate is like upset because this means they don't grow old together. I was like, I think you, you had to have already known that, right? Why would you? How did you think that was not what was going to happen? Yeah, it's weird to just kind of throw it in there. That kind it, of realization. It's a, lot, a lot of the Zambezi stuff is the stuff that what's going on now? Yeah. And Amaya now is suddenly happy because she's like, oh, it's better because I can inspire Essie to accept the totem. Mm -hmm. And Nate's all kind of like, oh, sure, I guess so. Screw history. And Wally's like, dude, flashpoint. You know, we don't do this. This is bad. We're going to release yeah. Wallace and shit's going to go bad. So they're like, no, no, no. We got our plan. Amaya's like, I'm going to find Essie. Nate says, I'm going to go talk to old Amaya. Old Amaya. Mm -hmm. Why? I don't know. And while all this is going on, Wally says, wait, wait, wait. We doing what? <laughs> and then yes. he cuts the commercial. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Once I see again, what you mean. I see what The you voice mean. of the audience. yeah. <laughs> So on the wave rider, Sarah and Eva are arguing about Rip because Sarah says, you know, he had memories implanted in your head. And once again, I was like, when did they explain that? They did not explain that. That is one of the missing scenes. Mm -hmm. That was in, that's in the IMDb. Okay. And so I'm like, oh, well, there's one. And the other big one is coming up. And Rip walks in. He's like, oh, I could use a wee nip. <laughs> yeah and he pours like three fingers of whiskey there man jesus <laughs> getting fucking smashed uh rip i think i'm gonna know where i got your name there and it ain't from stabbing nuns when you were a kid because you're fucking smashed all the time brah jesus <laughs> so this is what sarah says she just needs someone to talk to to straighten things out in her head and it's barack obama again yeah. And he he mispronounces it mollusk. Uh, this has been the running joke of the season. Is no one's been 
properly pronouncing it or the the pronunciation the pronunciations constantly change yeah and what might have been just like oh fuck it that's the best take we have who cares to the Mm -hmm. mollusk joke that they do wrap up nicely next episode (laughs) whether it was something they intentionally wrote or something they realized they had on their hands Hmm. and he's he's describing everything sarah's told him like i said totally believes her and he's like, and then your and your girlfriend is a a clone. Yes, <laughs> that line yes. delivery shatters me. Yeah, oh, really? <laughs> that's so hard. See, what I liked was it was when he's like, uh, "But I've never had to deal with a demon before, or whatever that was kind of thing." Already said there, <laughs> yeah. like something, like, and that that that's what I thought was really sweet. In that, like, he's why should I not take you at face value? You know what I mean? That's really good. Like, he's mm-hmm. there's been enough there for him to to do that. That's pretty good. And that, like, see that, that to me, that little moment makes up for, because I don't love the, oh, well, a great, if she's going to check with a great leader, then of course she's going to check with the greatest leader, our, our former president, Barack Obama. You know what I mean? Like, fuck off. Like that I didn't like, but the, what I liked is, uh, is that little bit of him that felt authentic and there's another reason why I like the uh, performance from the actor was him just to, to not say, so wait a second, so a fucking demon? <laughs> like, are you sure it's just not some kids? You Like, you've seen Scooby-Doo, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's like the, him taking it at face value. To me, that was very sweet mm-hmm. uh, and, and felt like an authentic part of the performance. Yeah, and, and she flashes him again, says, yeah. you know, I really missed you, but yeah, here, here's yeah. the thing: if, if they had an, another uh, famous person for her to talk to, mm-hmm. it'd been another drop. So you just be be thankful. <laughs> another what? A drop, <laughs> two confounds. Oh yeah, you're right. Good point, buddy. No, no, I mean it makes sense for this story. I, uh, I, 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 yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, I just don't like. Uh, yeah. That's just that's my political leanings. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to talk about a because let's just I don't I don't think Barack Obama was that great. I think he had some great stuff, but but and obviously things got worse. Yes, yes, but I don't think he was that great. And <laughs> but the the comment she gave was, "I need to talk to someone who knows how to." It was a great leader. She didn't say I need to talk to. I know, I know, I know. She did talk to someone who can. So it wasn't shit over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Again, that's just yeah. And and like I said, to have that moment, like all is basically forgiven from that standpoint. To have that Mm. one moment for me. So, back on the wave rider, Damien Dark uh, sees them walk in. He's like, "Oh, oh, hi guys! No, killy, killy, savvy, savvy." And (laughs) she's like, "All right, we're gonna work together." But after this. Mm. You know, one condition after this, I'm going to put you in the ground. And he immediately just turns and goes, deal, and shakes her hand and it cuts to commercial. And I was like, ooh, I like that. That's that's the kind of, I know in this, the day and age of, you know, watching st- streaming or, or watching stuff later on Netflix, the art of like, and cut to commercial is something that's kind of gone away. Mm-hmm. But I still, when I watch this with commercials, yeah. So I still appreciate a good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know oh, what I mean. And of course, and yeah, no, and it's a, it's an art, man. I thought, and that's the thing. Like when you talked about the, the, the wait, we're doing what? Like that, that 
to cut to commercial is a mm -hmm. fresh take of sorts mm -hmm. uh to, in a in a finding finding a good way to, to go to commercial you know what i mean mm -hmm. <clears throat> so uh, yeah <clears throat> excuse me no, no i totally appreciate uh the getting that eight, what are you going to do in that eight minutes right what are you going to get right. done in that eight minutes before this act break comes or before we have to go uh sell some uh sell some uh what is stridex what do they show on cw <laughs> um i watch the i watch it on the streamer and that's yeah. a different set of ads lots of I remember lots of target ads yeah oh yeah of course i'm like old navy is stridex still a, a a product i don't know i don't know but here's where i used to watch a lot you get a lot of stridex stridex ads <clears throat> when i'd be watching degrassi mm -hmm. you know on tv sure. in my room at our old house mm -hmm. uh popping zits Yo, this one time, this one time, I, I walk out to go have a smoke outside, and my roommate at the time says, "What are you watching in there?" I'm like, "Oh, Degrassi." She's like, "All I'm hearing are commercials for Stridex and tampons and pop music." Ha ha ha! Shut up! My body is changing. <laughs> Your awkward face. My my, my awkward forty two year old face. <laughs> so, on the bridge Damien Dark you know points at the all the flashing lights he's like so these things actually do anything focus yes. <laughs> they, they come up with a plan and this plan is because Ray says I had a connection with Nora in Berlin because they're going to try to talk to her or communicate with her somehow and he says I had a connection with her in Berlin and Damien glares at him he's like, not like that and then almost immediately goes, I could shrink down and I could get inside Nora. And he really looks at me. He's like, not like that. I'm like, you're full mm -hmm. of shit, Ray Palmer. Well, too much. You know yeah, you and I wonder, is, is this already happening? Are they already in love at this point? Are he's in, already, he's already admitted. He's admitted to Nate that he's in love with her. No, I mean like in real life. Uh, uh, oh, like no, they're, they were married long before. before. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's funny. They didn't meet on set or anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think he's needling it. In his Ray Palmer way to him, like I'm yeah. getting that. I'm, yep. Yeah. <laughs> you just mark my words; it's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so Mick just happens to be watching Lord of the Rings, and it's the scene with John Noble chastising his son about leaving the the One Ring with a stupid halfling. I want to say like like not Faradorn, something like that. He's the, the steward, the steward of Gondor. Or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Who's that actor? Sounds just like Mollus." <laughs> so is that the voice of Mollus on the yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. That made sense. That made sense. <laughs> yeah, he's been. That's doing really smart, man. Season. That's really smart. That's so hilarious. That's so smart. That someone. So who's somebody's figuring this out early on on the writers' team. Because this can't be just like, it's kind of like, fuck, are we wasting? How can we have this great actor when we're just using his voice? voice exactly. We're just uh, using his voice. Yeah. Anyways, it's so good, man. It was so smart. And then when, like cutting to Ralph with like the Weeda uh, hat on <laughs> um, and everything is really, really clever. Um, and then, yeah, it all, it all made sense. It was the perfect crime. And I'm wondering... Like they show him watching Lord of the Rings. How much did that cost him? Show a scene of Lord of the Rings on this TV show where 
this TV show is watching a movie. <clears throat> and, um, I think there's something to do with like as long amount of time that they're showing of it. But I also wonder if I call in a person of a favor from my favor friend Peter. To, to my from friend Peter. Peter Jackson with all the four chickens, which I... <laughs> I have four chickens today. I don't yeah, even know what that yeah. means. Oh, like you remember what it just means like the scene when he's eating, it's like really like overly grotesque. Oh, and it's I like see, I see. All I dripping see. off of his chin. I thought he was stuff. talking about craft services. No, no, no. <laughs> Forcing him to eat chickens, craft services. <laughs> no, I think that's what it means. It's just like for that scene, it just like it makes maybe, a lot more sense yeah. than what I was thinking. Of course. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, I'm so glad you explained that to me. <laughs> so Damien Dark is like, so is this playing a fucking joke? Are you, you fucking serious? And they're like, no, yeah, this is what we do. So we cut to what we're talking about. We meet John Noble and they're in New Zealand filming Lord of the Rings and he's in the full fucking gear in his trailer. And you now what was, what did you say was on Ray's uh, hat? Explain that to me, please. Uh, WETA, that's, uh, or it's that? W-E-T-A, I believe that's, it's the name of Peter Jackson's production company. Uh, okay. Um, I believe it. I want to make sure I'm going to, yeah. We a workshop special effects and prop company based in Miramar, uh, New Zealand. Uh, actually they have a different logo now. They might've had a one back then as far as I know. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, like I was like, whatever his production company was. So here's the plan. Raise it. said, yeah, we got some rewrites and uh, rewrites. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he starts going, okay. And he's reading it. It's, it's like, Nora, go to the wave rider. And he's like, Who's Nora? <laughs> he's like, uh, a new female character trying to get to that female demographic. And he's like, He's token, right? You can't fucking do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty <laughs> funny. That was pretty funny. It's kind of like uh uh Keith Richards, drunk Keith Richards. You can't fucking uh you can't fucking talk fucking shit, man. He kind of delivers it like that way. Yeah. Later yeah. on when he, he says, Yeah, well it's studio notes, he goes like, oh, it's studio notes, great, nice. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, all right. And he says, Nora, go to the wave rider. The totems are ripe for the picking. And looks up at Ray's like, oh, this is crap, isn't it, Ray? Yeah. <laughs> and, and Ray's kind of like, because uh-huh, he realized, oh, Ray, Ray wrote the script. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he just told him it was shit. <laughs> he does kind of start to, well, I like think some of it. Like, yeah, he kind of defends it a bit, I think. <laughs> yeah. I love this scene. Every time I see this scene, I just grin from ear to ear. It's hmm. so much fun. Yeah. That's really cool. It's a really cool moment. Yeah. Like, uh, that felt like uh, a big time move from a big time show, man, doing something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To be able to pull off a little bit of stunt casting like that. Um, it makes sense. It's yeah, it was great. It was like you said, maybe someone realized They're like, wait, we got John. Nolan. Yeah. I wonder when that happened. I bet you it's like probably four, four seasons in or four, uh, four episodes in mm-hmm. when they're like kind of going back to tweaks and stuff like, wait a second, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. So, um, Amaya uh, meets Essie and tells her she's a distant cousin and she gives her a pep talk that really works well for some reason because Essie has all these doubts. She has one conversation with a stranger and is ready to go fight <laughs> very quickly. Mm-hmm. And this actress, I knew I recognized Essie. Her name is Erica Tizell. She was on Justified, like the entire, pretty much the entire run of Justified. Okay. Which is one yeah, of she did look my familiar, favorite yeah. shows. Oh yeah, I never really watched it. Oh, 
if you ever get a chance or you're ever looking for something justified, it's mm-hmm. fantastic. Oh, it's not just fantastic. It's Ola fantastic. Yeah, very, good, very good, buddy. Very good. Very good. Jesus Christ. Knocked that one out of the fucking park. I, gu- I mean, I guess. I think true. so. I think it was pretty good. I uh, stole it from Kevin Smith, but... <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Wally is trying to talk some sense in Nate. He basically says, dude, you do this, Mollus gets out. You know, I don't care. I love you, man, but I'm going to stop you and zips away. Again, I'm like, good. I'd love he's just like, he, you know, I, you're an idiot and I will mm-hmm. stop you and I will go tell. I'll go, I'll go tell on you mm-hmm. to Sarah. But do it myself. Later. Yeah. Dude, you know, he goes, he's, and she's like, uh, pussy whipped. And he's like, I was going to yeah. say in love, but yeah. 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 <laughs> you don't hear that word a lot these days whipped yeah yeah that's kind of gone by the wayside mm-hmm. now. It, i think they probably felt they could get away with it even then because sarah delivers the line yeah sure yeah if that had been like wally delivering that line yeah that would not right go over <clears throat> he, he he just calls them basic bitches remember right that's his thing yeah jesus so nate okay Nate sneaks into Old Amaya's hut to steal the totem. What? This has to be in a deleted scene. Because at no point did he mention that he had to go and steal the totem. Hmm. Or that he was even going for the totem. He said he was going to go talk to her. That's it. I remember watching this the first time going, even then, like, wait, what the fuck? It, it, on every rewatch, I'm going, what the fuck? And then when I read about these deleted scenes, I'm like, it's got to be one of those. Because it, it doesn't make any sense hmm. at all. Hmm. And as he's trying to steal the totem, as he's trying to steal the totem, Travis, Old Amaya wakes up, pins him down, and he gets as hard as steal. <sighs> Boing. Like, come on. What is this? Yeah, this is just weird. Yeah, so like the stuff with the totems in general... I think like the, the the value placed on them has varied too much sometimes from within episodes and like how important they are or not important and it, to the point where it's 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 too difficult to to keep up like why not just keep it fucking infinity stones man like if you get them all together then you rule the universe like and I was like no maybe you don't need this one and if you have six then that's okay like I, like it was hard to and now they've got them all yeah but see okay the legends have them all now so on that level that totem problem is solved okay this is we've got to get this totem to essie so she can defend the village and change history you know but maybe get away with it and it's all of that wrapped up together that's super confusing i think so well i had pages and pages of notes like steely nate you know like steely dan but because you know what a steely dan really is so i'll just toss all those but he proves it's he proves uh they used to be time traveling buddies because he's showing her pictures on his phone and she's like oh that's me and what the fuck is this this is 1992 she she completely accepted that this was a telephone yeah it took that app a little too quick there (laughs) kind of like oh what other apps you got you got you got flappy bird on this this is ridiculous. Upswipes. Yeah, upswipes. <laughs> yeah, up this really is more intuitive. 
we had to get in the last dump swipes joke <laughs> of this season. <laughs> That's a Gideon guy's guarantee. There you go. Oh, so he's like, hey, look, I just wanted to get Essie the totem. And she's like, ah, she doesn't want it. And Nick Zano is pretty great here, but it's unsavable because the dialogue doesn't make any sense. And the makeup is so distracting on Macy on Macy Richardson Sellers. All right, <laughs> he, yeah. he 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 can't even save this shit. Mm-hmm. And it makes me laugh in a way that makes me enjoy this episode even more. It's what just the makeup is so outstandingly bad. I can't help but giggle at it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that um, we may have talked about this before. That there's an episode of the Next Generation where a guy who you know is a younger actor, first shows up as a character all in old makeup. I can't remember who he is. He's like a captain from like a different universe or something. And they end up having to go back and see him younger. But it's just as soon as you see someone in old makeup, you're just like, oh boy. It's just, it just takes you right out. I've seen some decent old makeup in some Star Treks. Yeah. But it, your mileage varies. Sure. <laughs> Like if it's someone who's already in, in, in covered in what the greatest generation guys on their podcast call the makeup, they call it loaf. So <laughs> if you're a Ferengi, let's say, yeah. Okay. Um, Wallace Shawn plays a Ferengi. He's supposed to be like amazingly old. So he's ancient looking Ferengi yeah. and it looks like, well, that's what Ferengis look like. That's what yeah. they look like. Oh, old. That's, okay. so that's a little that's bit fine. easier. That's a little bit easier, right? <laughs> a lot easier than it is with yeah. humans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So Damien darks with Nora and uh, they, they do they, him and Ray pull off the, pull off the, 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 the trick and Ray flies into her ear and into her squishy ear. They added that sound effect. He lands. <laughs> and he's like, well, what's Malice saying? He's like, I can't just summon him dummy. And then suddenly Ray turns it on, but it's too fucking loud. <laughs> and Nora's, uh, performance of he's contacting me really loudly and yeah, like, oh, yeah, shit, yeah. i have to turn it down yeah, <laughs> it yeah made me fucking laugh yeah. a lot and for someone as devious as, da- as damien dark he's really shitty at playing dumb yeah well, he's like go with your father to the wave riders. and she's like i'm supposed to go with you me mama says plans for little old me yeah Why, what could that be I'm like, yeah <laughs> Yeah, and then gets too much, and gets the time stone. Boom, on the wave rider, he flips the onk, and she's trapped. And he tells her that he was a terrible father, obsessed with world domination. I mean, you know, I hear that a lot from kids, you know, who have bad relationships with their dad. Yeah, and it was his fault. He turned her into a demon first, but Mollus has completely taken over, and. And this fucking bit of dialogue was fucking rugged. He's like, your daughter is long gone. And like, fight him, Nora. He's like, oh, there was no fight. She gave her soul, her flesh, willingly. And we got to remember that happened when she was a child. Yeah. And his, and Damien Dark Silva, like, you sick son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and one more anachronism and I'm loose. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I was going with the end of that one, but I think pretty I good. Could, pretty yeah. good, man. Your, your yeah. malice is good. Well, the, the allergies in Little League have really improved pretty my good. malice. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was 
if you're watching this show, you know what that implies, and that's that's some rugged uh, subject matter on the, the show sure. like this. <clears throat> Ava can't believe it worked. She confronts Rip about everything, and at first, he tells her the same lie he told the OG legends. He's like, "Oh, you were outstanding. I needed to get to you." Remember, that's what he told them, and it was a total fucking lie. Mm-hmm. And that she quickly sees through that shit. There were 12 other Avas before him. They've been fucking disposable to him. Right. And yeah, it's pretty crazy reveal. Pretty crazy reveal. And there's another deleted scene that goes into this and about why she's the way she is, but they cut that as well. We'll Hmm. get to that. But I think they really sort of make Rip irredeemable now. You know, the, the, he's constant throughout the, se- the series. He's uh, fucked yeah, up left I and think right. at this point, this, he's that's just, kind of irredeemable. Well, or, or just like they're yeah, humans, cares, man. Like, or maybe it doesn't like like uh, he's. I'm indifferent with what happens with him now. To be honest, like he's just like he's just. Uh, yeah, he's just gonna stay married to his uh, whatever he believes to be his uh, mission, kind of thing. So that's that. Well, what, well without giving anything away when you make a character irredeemable and they're never going to be on the show again what do you think happens yeah yeah well i'm certain yeah <laughs> okay well, i know yeah <laughs> so sarah's talking to damien Nora's gone they believe that you know, she's she's dead and he says that she must be enjoying seeing himself broken and they have this conversation where he says that he'd bring back laurel if he could because love has changed him he tells her look, look how you've grown and I love it when great actors have to deliver clunker dialogue. It's it's mm-hmm. a joy of mine when he says, yeah. "Love, Sarah. Without it, people like us are left alone in the darkness." And I'm like, that could be such a clunker, but like in his hands, I'm like, sure. oh, he steers and, that through. And in a superhero show, of course, <laughs> of course, you gotta you gotta lean into that superhero shit, of course. So Essie has changed her mind overnight. She's going to go fight. She must have been a very convincing uh, speaker. It seemed like she changed her mind on the flip of a switch. And <laughs> this is when we get the boom and granny uh, reference. Yes. And they figure out that Maya must have wiped her memory because there's no way she could have come back if she still loved Nate and remembered him because she'd be in, torn between two worlds. <laughs> And on the ship, while he's immediately like, yo, you know, again, you know, he's whiffed and all that shit. This is what they're up to. And then Zari pops in again with her, yep, no loophole, but to say the village has to be destroyed. You know, Mm -hmm. that has to happen. So Sarah says, wait a minute, what if we let them save the village, free Mollus, and fight him with the totems like the original totem bears did? And this time we've got the death totem that they didn't have. That's why they couldn't kill him, they could only imprison him. And Damien Dark's like, I'll use it. Yeah. Rip's like, oh, no fucking way. And Sarah just toss it to him. You got it. You know, yeah. Knock yourself fucking out. And they're like, oh, this is insane. And she gets off a great legend Sarah line that you hear usually in the second to last episode of a season. It's something along these lines of insane is what we do best. Mm-hmm. And Rip looks over to Ava as if nothing has happened and, and repeats his old. It's time to put away the scalpel and let the legends be the chainsaw. Remember what yeah, I told you about back. that? And she's like, looks him right in the face. She goes, I'll consider that your fucking resignation. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. 
Oh, I loved it. Because if they went the other way of her going, I see you've got a point. I'm yeah. like, oh, the, no, no. She's like, fuck you and fuck all of your fucking bullshit. Yeah. I fucking love it. And then Sarah's like, Ava, trust me. Trust your gut. My manufactured gut. Yeah. And she tells her she loves her. And and Jess McKellen delivers the line, there, there is no me to love. And she does something that I just find very impressive that you actors can do uh, is immediately well up red. She just, yeah. her eyes immediately welled up red, about to cry, holding it in as she says, there's no me to love and takes off. I was, you know, I've done my fair share of, you know, local theater. I, 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 can't, I couldn't imagine trying to make myself cry. It, it, it depends on the subject it, matter. Sometimes it ends with the, the people you're working with. Use the onions? If I, if, uh, yes. I mean, if I had to, but you can't just, it's not some people can turn it on and off and some some actors just can't but i mean i i have i don't i don't go out of my way <laughs> i mean i like it takes a lot of work it's not easy that's what i'm saying it's yeah, i'm but, impressed like it, it's got to be hard yeah. we know yeah. it's not hard <laughs> take, take a, a little break and we'll be right back all right State purpose of visit. Well, our tractor's gonna kick the bucket this year. Searching internet for new bucket. I don't need a bucket. Provide bucket color preference. Red, yellow, lavender, taupe, magenta. Oh, wait, they are out of magenta. Robots don't know you, we do. I can do a quote on a new one. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need starts with a conversation. It's your future, let's protect it. White, hmm? Welcome back to Gideon, guys, and we're going to get right back to this penultimate episode of season three of Legends of Tomorrow. But first, what else we got going on, Travis? Well, just last week, uh, we recorded another episode of Mystery Titan Theater with our old friend Kelly Nelson and uh, our friend Sean Whitaker. Uh, it was the first time we've gone into AWA. You can see it up now on, it's still on uh, Twitch from the from when we went live. Uh, they always keep it up there for two weeks. And I will sometime this week, and I feel like it's like we'll record on that uh, on the one Saturday, and I try to get it up on YouTube either the, the following Saturday or Sunday. So that's uh, Mystery Titan Theater, our beloved show where we watch uh, old uh, wrestling with old friends and we laugh our way through it and we have a great time and it's always fun. So follow uh, us on YouTube. That's uh, at youtube.com slash C slash Jarvis Wash Machine. Give us a subscribe there because um, it's uh, and just check it out. Even if you're not a wrestling fan, as we said before, um, there's that. And I, I, I feel like I should start pitching right now i should start like building up hype for um my the return of uh or season two of my i'm calling it season two of uh my 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 old podcast project yours mine and the truth uh because uh johnny uh you and i like as we know we're getting near the end of uh season three here and we usually like to take uh, you know a couple of weeks off in between there and during that time i'll have some time to to fire up my old uh, podcast. Yeah, yours, mine, the truth. Uh, look at the old texts of my youth with old friends to see what stands up. Um, really excited. We're going. I'm going to be looking at because I have to because I know you're. What's your teaser? Fucking, What's it, give me a teaser here. It's it's the Metal Gear Solid series. I have to. It's going to be split up. The first two are going to be split up into two sections. This is a, a video game series by the amazing video game creator Hideo Kojima. 
Um, I, I, I just, I have to talk about it or cause I got to get it out of my life. I got to get it out of my system because it's driving my wife crazy. She will just tune me the fuck out when I get excited so, about hold, it. Hold, hold I have some you. great I friends. Interrupt you. I gotta interrupt you. So do you just assume I'm going to have the same reaction as your wife? No, 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 Cause I'm, I'm not anti-video game. I just don't. No, 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 no. I know. I know. I know. I just know like, like, like God, I could talk about it forever. And whenever I, I like, if I started to get going, you would, you'd be like, dude, you know, they got way too much. So I need. I, it so will you're, be pre you're pre apologizing No, 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 no. I'm like, no. I'm saying these will be great. These will be great because oh, it will I can't be wait. two people. These will be two people for both of these. The first one is my buddy uh, Peter Krizelka, uh really funny guy, really smart guy who I've met through uh, uh, mutual buddies of ours, Johnny, who we've worked with oh, before. The next one is going to be with a, a former colleague, uh, Jason O, who's a teacher, to talk about the later uh, kind of up until this will be the most recent texts that I've discussed go up to Metal Gear Solid 5 Phantom Pain which I which is a game that I just can't stop playing it it kind of is a phantom pain that you, you can't let it go and that's stuff that we're going to talk about um uh, among everything else I can't wait you guys I'm so excited to be doing this again um I've been uh, waiting for a while man I'd like I, yeah like I stopped asking you about it because I'd be like, you know what? I can see how annoying that would be. So yeah, I'm really glad to hear. I'm really glad to hear that though. Cause I love it. I mean, here's the thing. I don't give a f flying fuck about metal gear solid too, but I could listen to entertaining people talk about something they find interesting, mm -hmm. which is what a lot like dude extreme. You know how I feel about <laughs> yeah, extreme. I listen exactly. to every one of those and I, and yeah, I enjoyed I them immensely. It. I do. I really appreciate the encouragement and the, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the acclaim, I suppose. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but it really was like a lot of this was, I, I've always had this in the back of my mind um, that I did that. There's still a bunch uh, that I haven't got back or we had ideas for some and that I've already talked with people and reached out to who want to, you know, continue. So probably be another, oh gosh, I want to say maybe eight episodes uh i think that we'll try to fit in here because i think and it will kind of cross over when we once we do get getting guys back in, on track but it's just like having a little bit of a break from uh from this show gives me time to do a little bit of that extra stuff that i need mm -hmm. to do for the, your own podcast so like i said i'm really excited guys it's yours mind the truth here on the plan podcast network all right and before we get to the rest of the segments um Travis, I wanted to let you and everyone listening know, I recently spoke with Carrie from <clears throat> Bebo's Legends podcast because I noticed they hadn't had a show in a while. Mm -hmm. And uh, she pointed out to me that Nisi, one of the hosts, that they were such a pleasure to have on the show. Apparently, I don't know the details, but she had to suffer, uh, suffer. She had to undergo life-saving life surgery for something. Oh, my God. And she's okay. Oh, my God. She's okay. Um. And they've just got the show on hiatus and they're doing their thing on Instagram now. So for those of you who are on Instagram, um, follow Bebo's Legends podcast to see what our friends are up to. And, well, yeah, uh, I sincerely hope that that Nisi is back to to being able to do it again. Oh, me too. Because I, I enjoy their show quite a bit. And, and she's awesome. She's an awesome person. Yeah. And I'm really glad that everything's okay. Yeah, I mean... I'm almost glad they didn't tell me before. Of course. You know, I like, to, I like to hear the kind of news. It was really bad there for a second, but she's going to be yeah. fine. Is a lot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wild. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, it sounds okay. like good. Yeah. Good news. Good news and best wishes to Nisi. She's a sweetheart. And uh, so I figured that'd be the best lead in talking about a friend and, and podcasting cohort, you know, almost 
passing on to uh, what's Vandal Savage drinking? Uh, oh, my Frau Johan, thank you for asking. I am in a, 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 a quite high spirits today. How are you, Johan? I am doing fine. It's a pleasure That's to speak great. with you. That's wonderful. Well, it's because on this very Friday, uh, another local brewery has done a collaboration. This is the Powell Street Brewery, also not just Power Brewery as well, just down the street. Uh, from where your co-host lives, and they are doing a cl- collaboration with the Lupro Lupolo Brewing Company, also here in British Columbia. Uh, this is just, and I'm just calling it Cold IPA. It's got a beautiful blend of Galaxy Eclipse, Comet, and Southern Star Hops. Uh, it really well put together in the German Lager yeast strain, and it, and again, I love it. It's crisp. I like. I was quite surprised. I was quite excited. I was in a happy mood to come and talk with you. I, about I, I, this, I this, this cold IPA. I haven't Even heard you, I haven't heard you this cold? happy. I haven't heard you this happy since you were on the verge of world domination. It's great to hear. <laughs> Those were nice days. Those were nice days. It almost makes me forget about how if you were to try this, you'd probably have to have some strained carrots or something because of your your taste buds that you have above the infant. Goodbye. A bit See, of a dick move at the end there. He kind of pulled uh, the now, But it's because I wanted to ask him, how did you end up in a thrift store in Vancouver? That That's what the people we'll need see. to know. He has we'll the answer. We'll have to see when he comes back because he's just, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was weird. I thought it was weird that he was so friendly. Oh, I, hey, look, look I, didn't, I didn't just fall off the turnip truck. <laughs> uh-huh. Right, right, right. Good point. Good point. That I am DV curious. for this one not a lot of input trivia that's not quite trivia but this is the trivia that i kept we've been talking about all these deleted scenes according to rip hunter in a deleted scene ava was designed to be completely emotionless but this program failed when she began interacting with sarah lance so Sarah Lance has got that haha that turns clones into humans. Uh, no, I think right. it's I think it's a little something a little more uh, spiritual than that. Oh, I know, I know. I'm, I'm just <laughs> I, 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 joking. I'm just joking. Yeah. Well, it also says I'm just calling the out legends. the misogyny when I see it, man. Uh-huh. Sarah and the legends, but they do kind of establish in later seasons. Uh, in fact, in this season, that Sarah Lance has an effect on Ava's. So. She's an inspirational character <laughs> in that way. But again, I'm like, oh, I would have liked to have had that scene in here. Sure. I would have enjoyed that. Success. Well, they really packed a lot in, man. This is a, this is a yeah. pretty, uh, again, this is a, it's kind of continuing in a much better way than it did last week of just like, we're, we're over the hill now and that this thing is kind of rolling to its conclusion oh, yeah. rapidly. All right, so only three reviews. Two loved it. And you would imagine with all the quote-unquote pro-Obama propaganda in this show that 
you think the IMDb would be full of furious people? It was really, it was only in that first kind of third, and he's only really in two or three scenes. They didn't, they didn't rely. Well, that's on all it, it takes. Yeah. I mean, remember, well, remember when they said "Make American Aryan again," and people were f- flipping the fuck out. We had oh, yeah. "Make America Grot again. We got, right. or maybe the Aryan felt a little. They're like, "Look, don't compare us to Nazis. You can compare us to giant telepathic gorillas, yeah, but don't compare good. us to Nazis." I like it. <laughs> But this person not a fan. <clears throat> Six out of ten. I just found this in- the tone of this interesting. I'm a huge fan of this fun show. Dot dot dot. From movie girl Pia, from June 2018 when it aired. Let me start by saying I love the show. I love the Flash even more. Okay, but I wonder if they'll make an episode that's kind to President Trump at some point. Since you know, they made one depicting Obama in a kind light. Right. Too much of a stretch to think that the writers could be creative instead of using the talking points of one particular political group because there are fans of this show that do like our current president too. And 15 out of 67 found that helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a great finish. What a great. Well, yeah, they they spoke up. They spoke up for you, buddy. You got the silent minority there. That's a significant minority, though. You're not going to win an election with that. I and just I think, oh, good. we gotta audit this IMDB count, man. <laughs> I mean it's funny, but it's fucking depressing, man. It's so depressing to see that that's still happening. To see that that's still well, this was written at so the, while he was no, in no, office, no. I know, so. I know, I know. I, I like that. I'm joking about. I'm just talking about right now. It's tough to, I'm glad you can laugh about it. Oh, I what I'm laughing about this one is. You should see some of the ones I've read that I'm like, I, I can't even read that on the air right. kind, kind of shit. This is like, if if, it, if if this person, if Movie Girl had left this at just, well, you know, they made one depicting Obama in a kind light. What about being kind to the other guy and didn't say anything else? I would have found it the most intriguing yeah. <laughs> thing yeah. in the world. Like, and it probably wouldn't have got that 15 out of 67. It was a, a lot of us. Uh, you, I think you'd be surprised. There's a lot of uh, a lot of us are fans of the current president too. Yeah, 15 out of 67 are Nick Dickwad. And how many of those were you and your family members? <laughs> After you saw it was like it was like zero out of 45. Well, and that, yeah, and that's the thing, Travis. You've heard me quote these numbers. 67 is a lot of people to weigh in on something. Big time, big time. That's uh, I think that's the biggest number we've had so far. It might be. It might, usually it's because you, know, you have to have an account. Oh yeah, if we you hit twenties, if we hit twenties, where we're laughing, right? <laughs> All right, back to the show. Wally and Ray arrive in Zambezi. Nate's like, "Oh, wait a minute!" And they're like, "No, no." Wally's like, "Change of plans. You could go ahead and change history." And Wally quickly explains every single thing that happened on that the episode of this show like every single scene very quickly but not in a super speed way just list then this happened like a speedster would without any sort of special effects and ray buttons it with i got to meet john noble which i thought was super fun uh, performance on his part so again, he's okay, my MVP. He's yeah, my MVP I, of this episode, <laughs> and, and he hasn't had shit to do since he's been on the show, really. Yeah, and it's and it's in, in a fairly kind of uh, he's just kind of like the the, the 
the like grinder on the team you know yeah. what i mean he's yeah. just in, doing the stuff in that that's not that not the flashy stuff he's just like kind of the glue that's holding everything together i yeah. see your point i in, see your this point. one in this one they, they figure out a way to use wally west he's the one saying this doesn't make any fucking sense and then yeah. zip away and say this over here and but reminding them about the flashpoint yeah remind and just remind you stuff and zip around and this one he literally if you just tuned in the legends here's what happened yeah it's pretty good <laughs> so the team are going to sort out the totems. Nate gets the earth totem because while he watched all of planet earth, he was stoned. So that's in steel. So no, here you go. Take it. Shut up. Rage starts talking about, about water being powerful. They say here, have it. And he's like, Oh, I wasn't pitching for it. He was like, yeah, you were you just in your Ray Palmer way. And right. Now they got to figure out how to use them because they can kill him now. So we cut to Damien Dark and he sees ghost Nora because she's not gone. And now that he has the death totem, you know, what's left of her, you know, before moving on to the afterlife, he summons and she's Isn't scared. This, was this, see, right away, I'm thinking this is just Mala's fucking with him. That's just it. You're left. I thought you were left to think is the, when I first saw this, I thought it was Mala's fucking with him, but it's not this is for real she is still really? alive yes kind of disappointing to be honest she's Anyways. not no nor dark is not dead um the way but the way they do it bro is fantastic it's All some right. time travel and flippity dippity shit and it's awesome <laughs> uh time travel with magic and so he, now he's like, fuck, I can't kill Malus because if I do, she will die. So they're in the sacred room of the village to do the, the ceremony to free Malus and get over to free Malus and, uh, and fight him with the totems. They got Nora chained up and in a sigil. And we're hearing Essie take on the warlords. But <laughs> much like last episode with Mick getting beat up, we don't see any of it, we just hear it. We're hearing people, there's Wilhelm screams aplenty going on while you're hearing an elephant do some shit, which I, I right. thought was hilarious. Yeah. And then they're like, what the fuck? We should have had, oh, wait, how badly did you want the seal? The seal <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, oh if I'd heard the seal. Oh, if I'd heard the seal, this would have been my favorite episode of all time. Because it's like I don't did we I don't we might have talked about this in the past too, but the the Lord and Miller always include that in every one of their films or shows. They include the a dolphin sound effect at some mm -hmm. point. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, nice dolphin, man. Thank you, thank you. It's not theirs. Is, it's not even that. close to what theirs sounds like. <laughs> There's got to be some dolphin. He's a bank. You should pitch uh, an ad to that bank where it's a dolphin teller, and you we'll can see. We'll hey. see. It's financial services, farm financial bureau. Services. I love those people. I love the farm bureau financial services people. I love those people They're too. So they free you up for me. They free you up to do this show with me. I'm yeah, fine with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Grodd shows up because they're like, "Wait, the village must still be destroyed." And Gideon or Rip shows a a headline: "There's a giant gorilla destroys village." I'm like, "Oh shit, it's Grodd. Who let Grodd out? Damien Dark did." Who let have this out. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> this is fucking stupid. That might be that might be my favorite thing we've ever done on this show without planning it. 
That's right. Oh, oh God, my stomach fucking hurts. All right. So, <laughs> this is saving Nora for the time being. Essie's fighting Grad. Watching Essie fight Grad is hilarious. Watching this woman dive around and do rolls for, uh, for nothing with, on the CGI ape. <laughs> right. <laughs> Killing me. Yeah. And so, Damien Dark tosses a Maya <laughs> and tells Nate to save Essie. DD's taking them all on Daredevil, and he immediately gets Wally and says, "Incapacitate Speedster first. That's day one stuff. You know, that's what I say to my trainees uh, at work. You know, I'm like, all right, in the pest control, <laughs> incapacitate your Speedsters first. <laughs> I like the at day day one at supervillain school. You know, <laughs> there's a professor. He's like, all right." taps the taps the blackboard and grod mind controls essie and old amaya comes hobbling into the scene with a cane it, like out of a goddamn charlie chaplin movie it's terrible yeah to do like or gene wilder she's about to do the the role and then do a somersault yeah <laughs> she's gonna do the walk she's gonna walk in that ape you know walk in that stupid ape <laughs> Suck him up through a fucking tube. Yeah. <laughs> Blow him up like a blueberry. You know what? Do you know how many children I've killed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, Grod tosses the old woman, too. Hard. That, let me tell you, 23 years in the business, broken hip. At least two. Mm-hmm. At least two broken hips for uh, old Amaya there. And... <laughs> So Z blasts Damien Dark and he's, he's yelling, I don't want to kill you. I just want to kill them to save my daughter. Don't you understand? Which shows that he's, he's still crazy. As much as he loves his daughter, he's still fucking nuts. And Nate runs in and he earthquakes Grodd out of the fucking ballpark. Bing! Yeah. Yeah. And I awesome. loved it. I love awesome. the effect. Yeah, I the effect loved it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty crazy, man. Like it didn't feel like at first of all, they were like, whoa, I guess, I guess that's the end of that. <laughs> it's just like shit. Like it was heavy, man. It was badass. Mm. It reminded me of the X-Men villain Earthquake. Uh from hmm. back in the John Byrne days. You know, hmm. they really dug it. So it doesn't they, ring a bell, but I can imagine. The, the new Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Okay. So Damien Dark frees Nora, tells her to run, he'll find her. Ray's trying to use the totem and he can't. And he says, and Damien Dark says, performance, performance anxiety, Raymond. And what Ray should have said was, yeah, not in Berlin with your daughter. Hey. Mm. Mm. He's who, by the way, who, oh, by the, by the way, uh, my condolences. <laughs> he chokes Ray because Ray, Ray, Ray likes getting choked because he knew that was going to get him choked. He knows how to get choked by Damien Dark. Ray is going to be lead singer. Of, he's like lead, the lead singer in excess right now. Getting choked by Damien Dark and just whacking it. <laughs> you got to get yourself together. That's what that song's all about him. <laughs> At that moment. Ooh. So, and he says to him, Look, I was really starting to like you in Berlin. Sarah literally stabs him in the back. He says so. 
and he sells this like a Charlie horse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and is pretty much up and around. I guess maybe the death totem protected him a little, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And she says, Nora's gone, Damien. And they run outside and they see her, her transform into, we finally see the villain. Mm-hmm. First time of the season. He's a, it's Mollus is there and he's a big winged demon in a loincloth. His loin dick cloth. must be Thank God six, he's got that loincloth. His yeah. dick is six feet long. Believe me, this is for you. <laughs> Well, you know it because he goes, I am so much more than a god. Yeah. And we cut to commercial. That's the big cliffhanger leading That's into huge. the season finale. Yeah. Um, CGI. Pretty Hello. good. Not bad. Not bad. CGI. All right. It's okay. It's okay. I'm willing to yeah. forgive it. Yeah. All yeah. in. Yeah. And again, I, as we wrap this up, I warts and all for me i really love this one i think this is a yeah. super fun episode i think yeah no i think it's when that guy said didn't like it it's a six i said i say i like I, I like it and it's a seven you know what i mean like remember how long remember how hard it was i said all i wanted was a seven in those first two seasons uh-huh. and this is like this feels like yeah like a, a seven feels more like when they are when things are working and doing well like maybe a seven and a half because of the John Noble uh, stuff. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go like all time great, but it's good stuff. I'd go eight point five, which is the average on IMDb. Oh, there and you go. I'd go higher if I could watch the deleted scenes that uh, <laughs> that make me, you know, go huh. But then again, I'm also watching and going, "This is gonna be fun to talk about on the show." So yeah. <laughs> it's a little skewed for me. Awesome. But, all right, man. Thank you so much. I'm gonna let you get back to doing some cleaning because I know, you know, I know what I know what's going on. I'm hit to your job. You gotta got get work to do. You got you 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 have work to do. Work to do. You definitely have work to do. And so, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, tune into all the other shows on the Plum Podcast Network. Uh, check again. Check out what Bebo's Legends Podcasts are doing on Instagram. Uh, and. Thank you again, Travis, and follow us mm-hmm. at Guys Gideon on Twitter, and we will talk to you next time. Adios. Adios.